Hello and welcome to another podcast by the Royal College of Psychiatrists. My name is Dr. Jane Anderson and today I'll be talking to Dr. Shahom Das. We're both higher specialist trainees in forensic psychiatry and today I'll be asking Dr. Das about the topic of psychosis. Good morning Dr. Das. Good morning. So why do you think it's important to clarify the definition of psychosis? Well, I think that the term psychosis is grossly misrepresented in newspapers as well as other forms of media. So I frequently see terms like um, crazy psychotic killer and I think this has many unfair connotations and is misunderstood. So I thought I'd explain what psychosis is. Okay, so what is psychosis? When a person suffers from psychosis or they are psychotic, they're in a state in which they're out of touch of reality and they can suffer from a number of specific symptoms. Psychosis is usually, though not always, indicative of a mental illness. What are the specific symptoms you mentioned? Well, by far the most common psychotic symptoms are hallucinations and delusions. An hallucination is where someone sees things that are not there, right? Yeah, that's true. But actually, auditory hallucinations, such as hearing voices, are more common than visual ones. So the voices can often be derogatory or insulting, and sometimes they might command the sufferer to carry out horrible acts. An example would be a voice continually telling somebody that they're useless, or it might tell them to hurt themselves. And voices can be quite persistent and also quite hard to distinguish from real noises. So the experience can be very traumatic. Are there other types of hallucinations? Yes, there are. There are other forms like hallucinating smells or bodily sensations. These are less common though. And what are delusions? So delusions are odd beliefs that sufferers can hold with absolute total conviction. Even when evidence is shown that disputes the person's idea, they're still convinced that the idea is true. Also, the origins of these beliefs are not understandable to other people. Occasionally, the belief behind the delusion might actually be true, but they're usually bizarre. So, for example, a person might feel like they're being controlled by aliens or they might have a microchip implanted in them. They could be paranoid ideas, such as thinking that family members are trying to poison them. Sometimes they can be quite grandiose, like somebody believing they are a messiah or that they have special powers. Are there any other symptoms of psychosis aside from delusions and hallucinations? Yes, there are, although they're less common. A thought disorder is when a person's flow of thoughts doesn't follow in a logical order. They tend to jump from topic to topic, making it difficult to follow their conversations. Another uncommon symptom of psychosis is catatonia. And with this, the sufferer will have bizarre postures and movements, and they might even sit or stand in the same position without moving for several hours. You said that the term psychosis is often misused. In my experience, I've often heard it used in the wrong context. So, for example, it has connotations of being a descriptive term for extreme violence. Phrases like crazed psychotic killer suggest to me that the person they're talking about is intent on killing and can't be reasoned with. Whereas a very small minority of patients can act violently when they're psychotic, the vast majority actually don't. They're more likely to act in a disorganised, confused and bizarre manner. And I think those kind of phrases might make members of the public unfairly judge people with mental illness and become scared of them. Also, the term psycho is slang for psychopath. I think that some people may confuse this with psychosis. So a psychopath is someone who lacks empathy and may get pleasure from violence. And this is a completely different concept to psychosis. These are not features or symptoms of psychosis. 
So when people suffer from psychosis, do they know that they're unwell? Well, what you're talking about is insight, and this can vary a lot. Some people who are in a psychotic state might not realise this at the time. To them, the things that they see and they hear or the ideas that they have are very real. If doctors and family members try to convince them otherwise, they might think themselves to be correct and that the other people are actually wrong. In some forms of paranoid psychosis, they might even believe that the other people are part of a conspiracy. But it is possible to develop insight. Often this happens after years of repeated relapse and remission, that is, getting ill and getting better again. And some people have to go through this process to eventually learn to recognise it. It must be very difficult to cope with. Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be extremely traumatic. Symptoms often take over people's lives and stop them functioning properly. Understandably, it often causes concern for loved ones. You mentioned before that the presence of psychosis doesn't always indicate mental illness. Yes, that's correct. If the average person took certain hallucinogenic recreational drugs like an LSD or magic mushrooms, they would experience psychotic symptoms. Some people also have these kind of symptoms when they're falling asleep or waking up. Psychosis can also occur in extreme tiredness or sleep deprivation or even bereavement. So of course these are situations which do not imply problems with mental health. Generally they're reversible whereas with mental illness, psychosis generally will not resolve without treatment. So psychosis can be treated? Yes it can, but before I talk about that I should clarify that psychosis itself is a symptom and not a diagnosis. As an analogy you could consider that being breathless must have some kind of cause, you know, for example a disease like asthma or heart failure, or it could be caused by exercise. So in the same way, psychosis has a cause, which is usually a mental illness, though as I mentioned before, there are other ways it can be developed, such as using drugs. The disease that causes psychosis, is that schizophrenia? Not always. Sometimes people can have brief psychotic periods that last days or even hours, and sometimes they never return. There are other psychiatric illnesses, including severe depression or being in a manic state in bipolar disorder, that in extreme forms they can occasionally present with psychosis. But if someone doesn't have one of these disorders and suffers from a state of prolonged period of psychosis, either for one month or six months, depending on which diagnostic system you use, then by definition they have schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is one of the most important and the most common causes of psychosis. And in addition, there are many physical disorders that can lead to psychosis, such as brain tumours or even head injury. So schizophrenia is not split personalities? No, absolutely not. Um, this is a common misconception that schizophrenia is a disorder where people have two or more personalities and can switch between them. That disorder does exist, but it's extremely rare. It's much rarer than schizophrenia, which occurs in about 1% of the population. You mentioned treatment. I did. There are a number of medications called antipsychotics that can treat symptoms of psychosis. They tend to take several weeks to work and not all medications work for all patients. Also, they have side effects and so tailoring the type of medication and the correct dose is sometimes a slow and complex process. There are specific psychological treatments such as CBT that address symptoms of all mental illnesses, including psychosis, and these can be very beneficial especially in helping developing insight. Is psychosis permanent? No, not necessarily. Uh, it varies between people. As I mentioned before, some people only have a brief period of psychosis, 
However, others can suffer for much longer, sometimes several years. This is known as a chronic illness, and in these cases, psychiatrists tend to recommend taking antipsychotics for the long term. So experience tells us there's a strong chance of symptoms recurring within a few weeks of stopping the medication. Sometimes when people have been stable for several years, they can gradually cut down and then eventually stop the medication. However, this has to be done cautiously and slowly because of the risk of relapse. What should somebody do if they're worried that themselves or a family member or a friend is having a psychotic episode? It's really important that they see a doctor they might prefer to see their family GP who might actually refer them to a psychiatrist. Understandably, it's a very scary experience and people might be reluctant to seek help. This may be because they're afraid of being labelled with a mental illness or perhaps worried about being detained against their will. However, unless it's a brief psychotic episode, it's very unlikely that symptoms will disappear. So they tend to become worse and have more of an impact on the sufferer's life. Also, it's been proven that the earlier someone's treated, the better their outcome in the future in terms of the severity of any potential illness. Thanks very much, Dr. Dice, for speaking to us today. Thank you. Pleasure.